Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Haywood alongside the team from Mach 1 Financial Group. Today I'm on specifically with Kyle Alexander. He is a retirement income planning specialist serving you in Northwest Arkansas. You can find him online at mock-1financial.com. That's mock-1financial.com or you can call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. With that, Kyle... And, uh, hey, Mark, given your name is similar to mock i'm gonna spell this man because uh, you know the speed of sound is kind of fun right yes so mock one M not as mark in mary one. a is an apple c's and cat h is in harry mock one how about that that's right m-a-c-h dash the number one financial.com <laughs> that's true can so be I'll a little start calling confusing. you mock how about that dude <laughs> mock mock it's like uh it's got a nice accent to it there <laughs> Sean, mock. how are you doing today mark? yes 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 oh boy we digress we digress mm. uh, well how you doing kyle welcome to the podcast I'm, I'm doing great mark thanks for having me on always good to be with you we're gonna hear from you the listener today we love taking some of your questions and so we're just going to kind to go around the Northwest Arkansas area and just see what folks have written into us. Let's start off with a question from Jeff. He's in Centerton, and Jeff says, I hate having money in the bank because it's not earning enough interest every month to even buy me a cheeseburger from the value menu. For the money I've earmarked in my emergency fund, is there something better I can do with it? You know, Jeff, that's pretty hilarious, actually, and there's a lot of truth in what you're saying, and especially over the past decade. So, you know, given that a kid's meal today is about three bucks, and the current CD rates at a bank, at least around here for 24 months, are you know plus or minus two percent. My math tells me that you have about a $1,700 CD you need to do something with. <laughs> but, but given that it's really a good analogy, and we know that interest rates have really been almost non-existent for almost a decade, perhaps even more, it's time to actually start looking a little closer at that because. Interest rates are starting to creep back up. CD rates are starting to creep back up. So there might be some relief on the horizon. Of course, we're not talking about 1980 either, where CD rates are ranging between, you know, 13 and 15 and sometimes even 18 percent, which is just mind boggling considering where we've come. Right. But, you know, the thing that you're asking is really important, and that is how does somebody get decent, safe returns outside of a bank, especially when it involves what we consider, you know, kind of hallowed ground, which is that emergency savings that you've put aside. And of course, most people in my profession say you need somewhere between four, maybe six months of a monthly salary, if you will, stuck away in savings in the event of an emergency. And I think that's good advice. Some people like to have a year's worth of savings set aside. I think, you know, that's not bad either. Then again, you have folks who have set aside large sums of cash and they're sitting in the bank, some of them in CDs, some of them in checking accounts and money market accounts and other things. And in those cases, that's its own unique solution. So let's start by talking about the money that you need for emergencies. In that particular environment, I mean, you more than likely, and I don't know you, but you probably don't want to take a ton of risk with that. It probably needs to be really liquid. You probably need to get at it pretty quickly. So maybe there's a portion of that, let's just call it eight months worth of savings that you have saved up, set aside in a money market account for easy access. 
And then you might have a tier of those funds, maybe the latter four months, if you will, of those savings set aside in something else that perhaps actually draws some decent interest. That again is still liquid, but you know, is still relatively safe. So let's talk about that. There are actual strategies out there that use various different methodologies to prevent major losses. Okay, so we're talking about investment strategies, meaning there is risk to that particular strategy. There's market risk to it. However, they're using something called deep out of the money options, which could allow you to make, let's call it 65 to 75% of the upside of the market return in a given year. Okay, while mathematically limiting, potentially limiting, right, your losses to around an annual drop of 10%. So those are numbers most people can live with. Now, none of this is guaranteed, of course. However, these strategies have been around a long time. It's just that many people aren't aware that they exist. And so for people with a small business who have large sums of capital set aside, to keep the powder dry and keep the business running, so to speak, maybe that is a good approach. Or maybe for that latter, you know, four to six months worth of savings you have set aside because you have the other four to eight or whatever it is in the bank and at ready access. Because these types of strategies I'm mentioning, which are called hedged equity strategies, not only can get you a decent upside potential and potentially limit major market losses by using these hedging strategies, but, you know, they are liquid, too. And so not only are they liquid and can enable uh, the person to access those funds pretty quickly, but they're also relatively tax efficient. And we do have a lot of small businesses that like this type of strategy for their powder, if you want to call it that, or their capital cash that they need to keep on hand. So those are some thoughts. The thing I want to leave you with, and I think this is the most important point, is that there are a lot of changes going on in the market right now. And it wouldn't hurt at all to do some research, both at the local banks, you know, savings and loan, perhaps even some of your, you know, local credit unions and things like that and see what there is out there. And then go talk to your trusted financial advisor, find a good financial advisor or fiduciary who can help you assess your other options. So make sure you do your homework, come up with a list of potentials and then, you know, make some good decisions about how you protect those hard-earned emergency dollars. Because when you need them, you need them. And you don't want them to be gambled away. At the same token, you don't need to make 0.03% either. Well, we thank you for writing in, Jeff. Now let's move over to Sarah. Sarah's in Bella Vista. And Sarah says, I just inherited about $200,000. I've never had this much money in one chunk before. Any ideas on what in the world I should do with it or how to invest this much money? If it helps, I'm, yes, admitting my age in here. She even wrapped that out. 59. She's 59 years old. Okay, then. Wow, man. Yeah, I'm really impressed with this conversation so far because this is a person who has really thought about this. You can tell that there's a lot of thought into it. But before I go into any of the financial piece of this conversation, first of all, Sarah, I'm sorry for your loss. And, you know, we encounter this quite often in our office where people have an inheritance and losing a close family member can't ever be replaced with an inheritance. And so, first of all, I want to wish you and your family all the best and hope that things are starting to improve in that period. So with that, I'm going to move on to your question. So as for your concerns about this $200,000, it is indeed a lot of money. And it's probably a good time for you to continue to reflect on how best to 
invest this money or how best to apply the funds that you have and do some homework. And I'd start by saying first, learn the right questions to ask, because in any event, sometimes not asking the right question can lead to the worst possible answers. And so doing your research, as you seem to have started to do, is a very wise course. There were a lot of variables in this particular situation with $200,000 that I don't know, right? So I can't really give you a firm answer to determine what the best investment solution is for you with your specific unique situation. And that's why I think making an appointment with a financial advisor that you trust is critical at this point, specifically since you mentioned that you're 59 years old. That also opens a few doors with the IRS and the specific code that governs your uh, various retirement accounts. And that could impact how you might want to move those pieces of your financial puzzle around for the best impact, both from a tax perspective as well as a return perspective. So, And that could be in addition to the inheritance that you have. So as you reach 59 and a half, a lot of these IRS codes that govern your retirement funds can really come into play that hopefully could impact the way you invest those funds. So with that being said, I would say you also need to find out about what kind of debt that you are carrying currently. Have you done the research to know how much is my debt actually costing me? What's the interest rate on these debts? Do I need to pay those off first? What does your budget look like? Doing a budget, having somebody help you put together a budget, that's also a good plan before you start investing this money or spending it or even applying it to some sort of savings. So I would suggest that you spend some time doing that as well. And of course, do an assessment on how much money you've actually saved for retirement and what your family and personal needs are. You know, you may have a special needs relative or other situations that I'm not aware of where these funds could really come in handy. So I could go on and on, but my point in all of this is, you know, it really helps to assess the situation with a professional, a financial professional who can help you ask the right questions and thus put together a financial plan for you that is specific to your needs before you do anything with that $200,000. That's really my point. So next step I would say is to find a financial advisor, a fiduciary that you actually trust. And maybe you also wanna visit with your CPA and have these discussions. Then you can complete a full-blown financial plan to use that money for the best outcome for you and your family. And consider that it probably took your relative years to amass that $200,000. So don't you think that they would want you to invest some time and effort to put that expression of love that they gave to you to the best use possible? The answer to that question, I hope, is yes. And of course, you know, we here at Mach 1 would be more than happy to provide a full-blown financial analysis free of charge without any hassle if we can help you. And all you have to do is just reach out to us and call us email us, text us, whatever it takes. And we'd be happy to help you go through all this and make easy work of these tough decisions that you have in front of you. So, and if you decide to become a client, that's terrific. If you don't, no worries here. You know, we're just glad that you got some good advice and some good information. And finally, Sarah, all the best to you and your family. 
Yes, Sarah, we wish you nothing but the best. And as you heard Kyle say, if you'd like more in-depth answers to your questions, you can come in and meet with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. Get that comprehensive retirement review that'll get you on track to what we hope will be a more meaningful retirement. All you have to do to get that is pick up the phone, dial 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. That's your number to reach out to the team at Mach 1 Financial Group and get a complimentary review of your financial situation, just pick up the phone, dial 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. This is the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services offered through Fusion Capital Management, which is registered as an investment advisor with the SEC and only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission and does not imply that the advisor has achieved a particular level of skill or ability. Please consult your financial advisor as many financial and insurance products have associated fees. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.